Welcome to The Globe, presented by Stellar Magazine. I'm Jade Hayden, and this is our Air Power of Women mini-series, where we're sitting down with some of the country's best and brightest female entrepreneurs. We'll be finding out how they built their business and, of course, talking about one of our favourite topics, beauty. The Glow Up is brought to you by AIR, Ireland's number one business broadband provider and title sponsor of the AIR VIP Publishing Power of Women Awards. AIR's purpose is to connect for a better Ireland and they are proud to support 60,000 small businesses across the country. These businesses form the very backbone of the Irish economy and of our communities. With the new year in full swing, now is the time that businesses are really looking at their outgoings and finding ways to help improve their bottom line. That's why for the month of January, AIR are offering small businesses three months free unlimited fibre broadband when they switch before January 31st. Head on over to air.ie forward slash business, visit your local AIR store or call the AIR business team on 1800 207 407. Terms and conditions apply. Today, I'm joined in studio by businesswoman, writer and all-round sustainable queen, Pat Kane. Pat is the owner of Reusey, the one-stop shop for sustainable living here in Ireland. And she's also the recent winner of the Sustainability Award at the Air Power of Women Awards. Pat, thank you so much for coming on the show. Congratulations again on your award. Thank you so much for having me. It's a, a joy. Were you expecting to win on the day? What was no. the reaction? No. <laughs> I, there's a video on my Instagram page where you can see exactly the reaction. And I was like in shock. Really? Yeah, it was very funny. I was incredible. I was so happy. Yeah, because it was such a tough category as well. Like there are yeah. so many amazing women doing amazing so things. So many. In the world of sustainability at the moment. But like your shop is kind of the one that I would think of when I do think of like sustainable, conscious, homegrown products here in Ireland. So, I mean, it's obviously well-deserved. No, oh, thank you very much. Can you tell me a bit about the beginnings of Reusey? Like, where did the concept for the brand come from? So I had been in corporate, so working for different businesses in a few countries around the world, I guess, for many years. And after I had my first baby, I realized myself and my husband at the time, we were very good at keeping things, you know, living lightly, I guess. And the baby arrived and with the baby, a lot of like waste, a lot of lovely but unwanted gifts, yeah. you know, like a little box for your tooth, for the first tooth, for the first hair lock, etc. And you're like, oh my goodness, do I need this stuff? So the word need versus the word, word I guess, want, they, the two of them start really becoming a thing for us. We're like, do we need this? Um, we tried really hard to do our, the best we possibly could, going back to, the, to our routines, you know, traveling with work or the baby, etc., grocery shopping. And I always say my background is on customer experience. And as a customer, my experience had been quite frag- fragmented for sustainable goods in Ireland, right? Um, there was a lot of farmer markets here and there, a lot of little shops here and there, you know, a lot of Amazon deliveries, which is not necessarily what you want when you're trying to live sustainably. Um, and I said, look, there must be something else, something I could do, right? Boom, had my first baby. Well, didn't have. I was I was pregnant of my second child. And um, and I was like, look, I'm going to use my maternity leave to test a new concept. And that concept was Reusey, right? So five days before the baby was born, Reusey was born, wow. you know, <laughs> and that was back in May 2018. So it was literally out of a personal need of mine to be able to go to, go to one place and just like I need a shampoo bar and I need a kitchen, you know, pot scrubber, whatever it is. Well, yeah, go there. There is that that will be it will be there for you, you know. So that's how it came about. 
And because you guys are a physical shop as well, like you're not just yes, online so at the moment. So was that something that you immediately wanted to do from the offset as well? No. No. <laughs> so definitely retail is really hard. Yeah. yeah. So we we started online, did really well, did a ton of markets and, you know, all of that jazz. Very exhausting. So, you know, I suppose congratulations to everybody who endures that on a daily basis because it's very, very difficult. Um, And then around March 2019, so almost, what, a year after the business uh, launched, I decided to open a shop. So we opened our first shop in Fox Rock Village, very near my house. So that was quite handy. It's a lovely little village, you know, and people were saying to me, you're crazy of all places. This is never going to work. Nobody cares about sustainability. And I was like, on the contrary, you know, um, people are willing to learn, you know, and we did really, really well. It was fabulous. You know, we had we established great connections with local businesses and, you know, just people living around around us. Uh, It was lovely. Um, And then in January, January this year, 2022, we had to close the shop because okay. the owners have different had different plans for oh, the spot. It is still there. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> nothing we can, no, no, no. I mean, it's it's still there. There's yeah. nothing we can do, but it's empty. Yeah. yeah? So, well, you know, I suppose life works in mysterious ways, and uh, that's when then Brown Thomas and Ironers came to us and said, "Look, do you want to join us and run a few long pop-ups?" And we did. So we we were at Brown Thomas Dundrum for the launch back in February. So that was amazing. Uh, and just after that, I guess was around April, if I'm not mistaken. Here now, we then joined Arnott's. And both very successful, incredible experiences. Obviously, you know, big brand associations there. And the best part of all was to be able to bring our small businesses, you know, our suppliers. Sometimes it's literally someone just working after hours on their products. We brought a lot of them with us and it was wonderful. Um, that experience with Brown Thomas Arnott's ended back in June, if I'm not mistaken. I took a break. Because my goodness, you need. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, in just last month, we launched um, in a more permanent, I suppose, position with Kilkenny Design. So we're now in Kilkenny Design in Dublin, Cork, Kilkenny, and also online with them. So we're still very much, you know, alive when it comes to real life bricks and mortar retail through Kilkenny. And then, of course, we have our online business. That's amazing as well, getting to sort of work with those major brands and like yeah. getting those kind of smaller businesses in with them as well. Yeah. Have you kind of noticed, I suppose, in comparison to having your own shop and being in the likes of Brown Thomas, that like you're getting a lot more people kind of coming in, asking questions, like inquisitive about like what sustainability actually is and how they can be more sustainable? Because I suppose a lot of people at the moment, like you have a lot of people who are trying really, really hard and they're making incredible waves and sort of like the conscious area, but do you find that more people are coming in actually looking for information? Mm. So I always say, right, that from the get go, my my goal was to get myself out of a job quickly. Why? Because I would love every retailer to have better options on the shelves, right? You can't expect customers to pick better if better is not available. So I always joke, guys, come on, get, get me out of my job. Like I need to find a new job, you know, like you need to do better. But the reality is when I had my shop only small, you know, in, in Fox Rock, We were, you know, once you're not, we were a niche shop, right? So people coming in, they were very familiar with the concept or or they were not, but they were like, it was more niche, I suppose. When you join forces with big brands, you know, mainstream brands, you know, the, 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 one of the 
positive sides of the whole thing is that you get their customers in front of products and options and alternatives to everyday products that they've never seen before. You know, shampoo bar, for example, a very easy example for me to give you. You know, people are like, but how does that work? Yeah. Is it exactly like shampoo? And you're like, mm-hmm. You know, uh, we had a customer actually in Brown Thomas coming in saying, I told my friends I was coming into the new Brown Thomas and they were like, wow. And suddenly she's like, mm, to refill deodorant cream. You know, she was bringing a yeah, Hellman's job. Did you hear that people going into Brown Thomas to do that? No, That's brilliant. Never. Like. With a Hellman's jar, yeah. like a mayo. <laughs> you know, people are like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, it's really cool. You That's what people try. are doing now. <laughs> and now, like, you know, in, in Kilkenny, Kilkenny, they have like, I think it's almost 80% of their brands are local. Irish brands, right? And to be able to have, to bring our guys as well, we have maybe, we have 60 products in. So say we have, what, 20, 25 suppliers there. You know, it's again, amazing because you are putting, not only obviously reusing from the new eyes, but lots of new suppliers and smaller guys, even even smaller than us, again, in front of that new audience. Uh, so it's really great. Yeah, no, it is amazing. And you know, one of the things I kind of noticed on your website as well is that you say that you want to break the stigma around sustainability. Can you explain a bit about what you know what that means? Because mm. I think a lot of people kind of see sustainability as being like a buzzword in recent years. And, you know, everyone's kind of throwing around, everyone's talking about it. But I mean, not everyone is. There are some people still out there who just don't know what it is or maybe they're afraid to kind of to get involved. You know, mm. like, have you noticed that there are like a lot of people here are just a bit afraid to kind of lean into it at the moment. Yeah, because people immediately associate sustainability with the environment, right? Because it is the most common form, I suppose, out there. When you think of sustainability, you think of your oceans, your forests, you know, animals suffering, you know, wildfires and that sort of thing. But sustainability goes so much beyond that. It's all about us humans as well, right? I always say when we thrive, our planet thrives. And that's what I mean. You know, you can't expect people to look after the planet if they don't have access to good education, to health, to, you know, like gender equality or equal opportunities and all of those great things. So when people realize that sustainability goes way beyond, you know, the natural world, suddenly they are like, oh, so this is for me as well, because who doesn't want good health and well-being or education, etc. Right. So that's what we mean by breaking the stigma. And we're also very much into the like sustainability can be seen as something that's all or nothing. You know, it's for the extreme, you know, like Greta Thunberg. But not, none of us are perfect, you know, nor we expect people to be. Um, so what we're trying to say is like, right, you love fast fashion. Well, what else can you do then? Or you're not going give to give up on, on, you know, eating meat, for example, you know, dairy products. Well, what else can you do then? It's like meeting them where they are and working with them on what they can do. What Because the minute, you know what, Jay, the minute sustainability becomes a sacrifice, you're losing people. Yeah, you they're know, just not going to do it. Like they're not going to do it. it yeah. So you need to meet them where they are and work with them so they can nail everything they can do well. Yeah, so that's where we come from. People probably find it easier as well, you know, if they are starting quite small and if they're mm -hmm. maybe doing like Meat Free Wednesday or whatever it is, or maybe the next time they're shopping, they'll stop shop more sustainably instead of going to like a fast fashion brand. Like, I imagine it is a lot easier to kind of start 
at those very like easy, simple beginnings and then eventually work your way up. Absolutely. Yeah, one step at a time. You know, our business uh, motto is the power of one. So it's one person, one step at a time, one better planet, you know, in a non-judgmental, non-preachy way. You know, reuse is one side of my business, but I would go around. I work with a lot of businesses on their strategy. I work with a lot of businesses in lunch and learn sessions and etc. So I'm always out and about. I'd say reuse it at this stage is 20 percent of my time. The rest is me working with different clients. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I went back to school. I was seeking formal education before I started doing this. Um, but, you know, when I go into a business, they are at times doing great work. But they are afraid of speaking, uh, speaking out loud and saying, look, we're doing all of these because they are like, oh, people think we're greenwashing them. Yeah. You know, or, you know, even staff on Friday, I was telling you, I was at a big tech business doing a lunch and learn. It was all about sustainable fashion. And it was very interesting because, you know, the team, the guys at the end, we had like senior people, you know, raising their hands saying, sorry, I have a question. You know, where do I go to get such and such? Or I never realized that sustainable fashion isn't a product. It's a movement, Mm -hmm. right? You don't need to buy something to become sustainable. And again, the side of my business, I guess the educational side, the strategic side goes very much against the retail side because I'm here saying to people, you don't have to buy anything new. Start with what you have, yeah. you know, being it clothes, being it a bottle, a cup or whatever it is, right? You start there and then if you need something, you know where to, get, to go for a better option. So I think it's marrying that information, the education with like then offering better options if they do need to find those, you know. Yeah, I think it's so important as well what you're saying about not needing to buy because that's kind of the argument that always comes up with fast fashion. People say, well, you know, I don't have enough money to be spending on all of these really expensive vintage clothes. But then you can kind of turn around and say, well, you can just wear what's been in your wardrobe for the past couple of years. It's just yeah. a case of not like switching out pieces every yeah. single season. You know, it's it's working what you have. That's it. Or breaking the awkwardness. Talk to your friends. Guys, let's swap. You know, I need a few bits, new bits. I'm tired of my wardrobe. Break the awkwardness. Be the first one on, on your WhatsApp group and say, Hey, gals, wine and cheese in my house or whatever it is, biscuits, whatever, you know, like bring a few pieces that are in good nick, but you no longer want. Let's swap. Yeah, that's it. The stuff is already doing that for years as well. Like it's not as if we haven't been sharing outfits and sharing like looks and stuff. Like it's just I feel like when people kind of put the sustainable umbrella over it, they almost feel like they have to act a certain way or doing certain thing. Mm -hmm. But it's it's really not like it can start a lot smaller. That's it. Yeah. You mentioned as well, you know, that your kind of awareness of your own consumption and your amount of waste came when you became a mother. So I suppose you have that like personal element in your own business. And Mm. I know for me, especially when I kind of look towards brands, like I love when there's that level of like authenticity and when you know that the person who's running the brand, who owns the brand actually really cares about what Mm. they're, you know, promoting, but also that they have experience of it. Is that something that you kind of look for yourself when you're looking for brands to work with or for... Uh, different kind of brands to actually stock in the shop. Yeah. So I always say that I fall in love with the person before I fall in love with the brand or the product. You know, I love at Reezy, we have a very, I suppose, intense a process called the integrity process, right? We put all of our suppliers through it. It's basically our way to be able to say good good work, job done. We know where these things are coming from, how they're made. And, you know, we're happy to deal with you, supplier. So, you know, first, if someone says to us, whatever it is, could be a candle, could be a card, could be something bigger. It's like, this is what I do. Would you like to stock? And we're like, well, Hold my beer. You know, we're going to ask you a few questions. 
<laughs> so and then in there you're going to have, you know, like, you know, where does this product come from? Where is the factory or where do you produce it? It could be a garage, could be a sitting room, could be the kitchen. Who knows? You know, uh, do you know where the raw materials come from? You know, if you have people working for you, labor conditions are very important and so on and so on. So I love hearing that overall story before we say, okay, we'll place an order then, you know, and the same goes in, a, I suppose, in my personal life, you know, I, I have brands that I love here in Ireland, mainly skincare really, we were talking about skincare earlier, you know, brands that I love and I look at the people behind them and I'm like, I see myself in you, so I trust you, you know, um, it's very interesting and yeah? I don't know, maybe human psychology can explain that to us. Yeah, so if a brand does kind of come to you and maybe they don't have that information, maybe they don't know exactly where the product is coming from, is that just a straight no for you? Then? No, no, we, we are we are never calling out, we're calling them in. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, so let's find out, you yeah. know, can you guys go around and asking whatever, you know, whatever it is, let's work together. And then only if it's really, really, you know, a dead end, which has happened a few times, you know, and um, then we're going to have to say sorry. Unfortunately, we're, we're not going to be able to do these at this stage, but come back to us whenever you have the answers. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned skincare as well, you know, so we're going to jump from sustainability to sustainable beauty. Um, I was looking on the Reusey website today and there is just so many beauty products on there, like there's deodorants, there's hair care, there's self care, mm. there's skincare. When you're curating the shop and you're deciding to buy in when it comes to sustainable beauty like what exactly are you looking for? So we're looking at obviously things like packaging you know what sort of ingredients are being used we don't have any animal I suppose yeah. products um, you know cruelty free is huge of course you know we don't want anybody to suffer a bunny Nobody, (laughs) nothing really. So um, to us, these are very important. So waste, number one, and then joint number one, I suppose, is cruelty. You know, obviously, this is a no-no. And then obviously, you have your ingredients, etc. You know, we would be testing everything. So we had brands coming to us saying, oh, you know, we uh, we want to stock our products with Reezy. And we're like, yeah, yeah, great. Can we test them? Oh, no, we don't have testers. And we're like, well, then no. It's very made our job very easy there. We have to test, you know, I will put stuff on my kids, my husband, our friends, our families. I'm like, guys, test this for us. You know, um, say my baby, the the Ryuzi twin, he was born with bad eczema, mm-hmm. right? Very, very bad on his face, both cheeks. And uh, at the time, one of our suppliers, very new obviously because the whole thing was very new said look I have this thing made from whatever very natural material ingredients etc and I was like really and she's like test and I was like sorry baby you know I was gonna, <laughs> we'll see what happens here maybe you're going to turn into a dinosaur um, <laughs> no he's actually great and worked it was very Amazing. healing very wow. soothing and I was like phew you know yeah. great parenting I suppose it's going to be more than likely all natural as well oh so, natural you know, yes yeah. we, we don't stock yeah. anything that has fragrance synthetic ingredients it's all natural yeah. right even like the lifetime I suppose of our products will be shorter than you know something you find at a big pharmacy yeah. chain because obviously yeah. it's clean exactly it's it. fresh yeah that's a yeah. good thing you know yeah so there's all of that like to me like I'm very particular with skincare um, and I, I try as much as I can to find things that are package free slashed compostable or glass you know mm-hmm. these to me are 
priorities. Yeah. If I can go to a place, I have a friend, uh, Jess, she has a, a business called The Good Neighbor, and I would refill all, all of our, like, you know, soaps and shampoo and conditioner bits with her if I need to. Or else I would just go for, which would be obviously always number one for us, would be like the bars, you know, shampoo yeah. bars, solid. So, they're so easy. They're having such a moment as well. I, I remember hearing them. about them about like maybe six or seven years ago and being like, what is a shampoo bar? I don't understand. Yeah. And now they're just everywhere. But they're brilliant so though. They're so good. It's so, because th- there are two types, right? There's cold process and there's another one that's called baby foam. So we only work with baby foam, which is a formula that feels on your hair exactly like a bottled shampoo would feel. Right. So sometimes the other version is called process, called press. They they say, look, it leaves your hair a bit like oily mm. or something or flat. These other process, which is the one we have, our, we have our own range of uh, bars. Right. So these leaves our hair clean, mm-hmm. just as bottled shampoo would, you know, so there's no transition period. There is no, no, nothing. It's just like normal, yeah. which is amazing. And then when you're traveling, if you, even if you're only going down the country, you just pop that bar into a little, you know, pouch or a little um, co- a Tupperware container that you use for food. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You use what you have, you know, just pop that in and then you can travel with that. No bother. If you're going on a flight, nobody's going to stop you because it's not liquid. It's just so handy, you know. So if you look at my shower, I'll be happy to share a picture with you. Oh, please do. It's literally <laughs> bars. And really? my, my husband now is used to it. But at the beginning, he was like, what's that one for? And I was like, oh, I use the whatever color, you know, on my hair. And I was like, oh, guys. And I was like, no, that's for your face. But that's fine. You know, yeah, nothing's going to happen. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. fine. And he's like, oh, it's very flat. He has very little hair. And he's a little like, oh, it's very flat. I was like, I don't think it make a difference. Yeah, it's probably not making much difference. I'm like, it's from, it's from here, from where I stand, you look great. Yeah. You know, um, but now he's very used to it. And we keep the same position for like shampoos, conditioners. So everyone knows knows exactly what's happening. Yeah, Yeah. you need a system, but it works. So it's fine. You need a system. (laughs) So I love it. And do you have any products either that you stock on Reusey or that you just love yourself that you absolutely couldn't live without? So at this stage, there are a few products I couldn't live without, right? Uh, these one we would stock. It's a brand called Ground. Uh, Peggyne, she's an... Oh, Peggyne was a winner also in the oh, yeah, yeah. Power of Women, yeah? So Peggyne is a lovely woman, great friend. And she's a wizard, like amazing, you know, skincare mm-hmm. connoisseur. So she has this thing called CBD Balm. Oh, wow. Have you heard of it? I don't think I've heard oh, of her specific one, but so I've heard of it in general. Yeah, literally like I've heard it's, it's for good. face, right? Yeah. So I would just use at night before bed. So just rub on your hands and like start on your neck, massaging and then you can put on your face. It's very, for now, for winter, it's amazing because it's very moisturizing. And um, it has that touch of CBD. Mm-hmm. It's great for, you know, hormonal, I suppose, balance and all of that yeah. jazz that we, we will always say yeah. yes to. You know, so I love that for as a little night ritual. Yeah, there was one I was using as well recently. I think it was um, Dodani, you know, that brand. Dodani, yeah, yeah, very yeah. nice brand. And they had an entire range of like CBD skincare. They and do. I'd never heard of it at that point because it was a couple of years ago. And I was like... Do you ingest it or do you just put it on your face? <laughs> and then when I was like rubbing it in, I was like, this feels absolutely incredible. And it yeah. smells so good as well. Oh, like, I don't cool. think my skin had ever been so soft. It was amazing. That's amazing. No, it is lovely. I think it's it. there's more and more coming on the CBD yeah. front. And I'm very much looking forward to hearing more. There's one brand we're going to potentially work with uh, in the new year. And I'm very excited about their products. So Irish brand as well. But anyway, so that um, three other brands that that we do not stock, but they are Irish and I adore. Mm-hmm. It's one is the skin ingredients. Oh yeah, 
you know, course, yeah. I think Jen is the best. Yeah, they're amazing. And the products are great. SPF, you know, the serum, the moisturizer, the cleanser, like I would, and they're refillable, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty Key. cool. Yeah. That you is know, cool, yeah. and, and the actual refill container, you know, can be recycled. Okay. So brilliant. you just rinse it and, you know, give it the best chance possible for it to be recycled. Uh, the other one would be Sea Body. It's again an Irish brand that's all about um, seaweed. Oh, lovely. It's lovely. And it has beautiful moisturizers as well, like gorgeous. And she actually has supplements. Helena, the owner, she has supplements as well, you know, digestion supplements yeah. and stuff so like that. You can kind that. of take them alongside it as well. Exactly. Experience. Inside out. Yeah. Amazing. And then I love the girls behind Ella and Joe. So that's a great brand. Yeah, they're brilliant, yeah. You know, I've fallen in love with the people before the brand. Yeah. So I love the two of them, Charlene and Eve. And their hyaluronic spray is like a lifesaver really? during summer. Was We had a crazy warm summer, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, it was really hot. So is it just I, super refreshing? Is super. Yeah. I literally sat at my desk like... Pss, 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 pss. Oh, it sounds so good. Amazing. So, you know, I try to keep things local. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of the brands we stock, you know, moisturizers and deodorant and lip balms and all of that. I would take everything from Reese yeah. because it makes sense. We've already tested and we know where the, those things are coming from. But I suppose these would be worth mentioning as well. Yeah, definitely. In terms of deodorant there as well, because mm. I mean, that kind of falls into the beauty bracket. Like, I know a lot of people are like almost scared of using the deodorant sticks because mm. they feel like they don't look like they're going to give you that kind of like refreshing, like non-sweaty lift. But like I've been using my ones for about six months at this point and I love them. Yeah. I don't think I'll go back to aerosols at this point. Like no, they're, they're please, great. please. What I always say that when I started was back in 2018, the summer 2018, when I started testing natural deodorants, right? And I mean, there is no worse time in life for a deodorant to be tested than summer, right? You yeah. wouldn't want to be a deodorant during summer because yeah. <laughs> you would be put to your test big time. So I was like, no, let me try this. And uh, Johnny, who is one of my suppliers and an amazing lady, she said, look, I'm going to make these, see what you think. I was like, fine. So I tested for months and I was like... Mm, it's okay mm, it's okay <laughs> so um, you know I always say to people just test what's the worst case that can happen here yeah it doesn't work you or you're like gonna it, have to fine. top up yeah yeah that's fine just carry it in your bag you know just worth if you're like oh a bit musky here just top it up and that's fine but get your body used to it it takes time for bodies to get used to natural deodorant yeah because as you can imagine aerosol and all of those are heavily you know like chemic packed with chemicals, etc. So our bodies are addicted Used to, to those it. Chemicals, yeah. yeah. So you need to kind of wean them, wean them off. Yeah. And try and you know cleanse your body. And it will take a good twenty days, I'd say, for you to be free. Yeah. Of those toxins, right? But persevere. You yeah, know, it's worth it, like, it once you get to that and point. And it's good then, for yeah. your body. You don't want to be spraying stuff. You know, mainly yeah. mainly women. You know, because that it, it has been proven not yeah. to be good to us. So why would you do it? Yeah. I wanted to ask you a bit about sustainable beauty in general as well. You know, over the past couple of years, like brands big and small have kind of been really trying to be more conscious and they want to get back to the planet and they want to be vegan and all these things. Have you noticed a shift yourself in recent years in the beauty sphere in particular into a more kind of conscious kind of glam? Yeah. Yeah, no, there are a lot of brands out there, you know, when it comes to skincare, it's easier for yeah. us to find better options. You know, the ultimate, I suppose, one would be Stella McCartney. Mm-hmm. You know, she just came out with her range earlier this year and it's 
unbelievable. I was visiting, what's the name of that shopping town? NK Apothecary? Oh, maybe, yeah. The one just off Grafton Street. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. So they have a big stand, a Stella stand there, and it's beautiful. The whole thing is thought through, you know, from the materials used on the stand to the products, the refill pouches and it's a, everything. So that, to me, looks like Right from where I stand, looking at the brands out there today, that's probably one of the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you were thinking of best practices, I'd say Stella would be yeah. one of the top ones. So skincare, I think everybody's trying harder. Mm-hmm. You know, aluminium bottles, glass bottles, refillable stuff, etc. Clean, vegan, cruelty free. Yeah. All of those boxes are being ticked. You know, if you don't know if a brand is good, just go to cruelty-free-kitty.com and we'll give you whatever you need to know about the brand you're looking for, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a directory online. It's fabulous. So that's it. Now, on the makeup side of things, things are still very much, you know, I suppose, work in progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are brands, they are working hard to produce, uh, to create products that come in glass. And I would always try and find those. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I would try and find pencils. You know, there are brands out there that are cruelty free, are vegan, are clean. And you you can just like sharpen that pencil and you'll be fine. Just compost whatever is left. Mm -hmm. So that's okay. But I find it very hard like the makeup side of things, I find it to be the hardest of all. People even say to me, why don't you stock sustainable makeup? Mm. Because there are some brands out there that claim yeah. because they don't work. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah? And why so, don't they work? Like, what is the difference? Is it's it just, just like, you know, you feel like cakey okay, or, you know, right. like it's just whatever they use, there's something missing. Yeah. So I would be very minimalistic in the sense of like makeup. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be like, in fact, I'd, you know, I go for the basics every morning, yeah. you know, a good SPF, good foundation, blusher, eye pe- eyebrow pencil, maybe a bit of mascara and that's me done. I found a mascara, package-free mascara in Lush recently. Mm-hmm. It's a, literally a piece of charcoal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You wet your brush. You have to have a brush. A brush is okay. So You're you not wet just your rubbing brush. the charcoal like raw no, on your eyes. <laughs> Do not. That's what I was imagining. I don't think it would be a great look. <laughs> Unless you're going for a goth vibe or something. Yeah. You know, but um, no, wet your brush and then rub on that piece of charcoal. It's not charcoal, clearly, but it's something that looks like charcoal. So you rub on that and then you just use as a mascara normal. So I found these bits and bobs. So I I keep trying to find, but there is not one brand that has nailed it, you know. um, So, yeah. Yeah. Still work to be done there. Yeah. And do you think it'll come at some point, you know, there just needs to be more sort of... I think it will yeah. come. I think yeah. it will come. I would love to work on that space. So watch this space. Who knows? Yeah, amazing. And obviously, Reusey has been going from strength to strength over the years. Like, what's next for you and what's next for the brand? Well, for the brand, uh, we are very, like, we are, we're very blessed to be in partnership with Kilkenny Design mm-hmm. now. You know, it's a, it's a group that we really find to be a great fit for the brand because people go in looking for local, looking for Irish, looking for more craft, you know, so it's fabulous. Like yeah. we're very, and the team is just like a family. Mm-hmm. You know, we're very happy in there. Um, so we want that to grow, that partnership to grow. And there are so many possibilities and we're talking about a few different things at the moment. So that's for sure a big one for Reusey. We're looking into our own product range. We already have a lot of personal care products, you know, like from bath salts to shampoo, conditioner, etc. Um, but we're looking into a few other things for the new year. So 
watch this Amazing. space. And as for myself, you know, I'm expanding my consultancy firm. Like I'm expanding all the educational side of my my day to, my days, I guess, working with businesses, with different sides, corporations to try and get their staff um, on board and also to get sustainability seating at the boardroom because we need it's no longer an option, isn't it? Well, best of luck with it all, Pat, and congratulations again on the win at the Air Pair of Women Awards. Thank and you. thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of The Glow Up. Thank you. Before we go, thanks again to our sponsor, Air, Ireland's number one business broadband provider. And remember, for the month of January, Air are offering small businesses three months free unlimited fibre broadband when they switch before January 31st. Head on over to air.ie forward slash business to find out more. <laughs>